So this podcast is going to be dedicated towards the next year of this podcasting journey. Um, I think a big part of any um, journey that you want to take to progress either as a athlete or as a person, it requires a level of discipline, um, self-motivation, determination, all of these things that go into accomplishing a goal. And my goal is to help the young baseball player. And the podcast allows me to articulate in long form the message that I'm trying to get across to you, the 14, 15, 16, even 20, 22, you know, college athlete. Because I feel like my message uh, needs to be heard. And I was once you. I was once in your shoes. Um, I never got to play college baseball, but I was driven to become a better baseball player. Um, And more importantly, I just really liked to play baseball. Like, it was just fun. It was a fun sport. Like, there's no better feeling than, you know, hitting a ball square on a bat or, you know, striking a dude out when, like, the game's on the line, like having your team rely on you. So these things are just, like, really incredible feelings that a small population of, you know, the human race get to experience, right? Think about that. Like, you're you're doing something that not a lot of people get to do. You know, a lot of people are NARPs, non-athletic regular people. You know, so if you've been blessed to have been born with athletic potential, then it is your job to cultivate it. And what I'm trying to, what I'm going to hope to get across in this next year is uh, that message. And I'm going to bring you along the the journey of, you know, me trying to get that message out, right? What do I need to do every single day to to get the message across. So this podcast is going to be a live look and a, uh, a documentation, you know, I don't even know if anybody's ever even going to listen to this. You know, I'm sitting here even with the thought in my head that no one's going to listen to this ever. But if this message ever gets across to you, wherever you are in the world, in the country, um, I just want to sit here as a 28-year-old former baseball player turned strength and conditioning coach that used to work with the Boston Red Sox organization. And today, that kind of still feels like a dream sometimes. You know, did that even happen? Was I dreaming it? No, I was there and I worked with professional baseball players. And uh, they were human. You know, they were just like me and you. But I got to meet them and now I watch them on TV like everybody else. And now I'm a fan. You know, I'm a fanboy, like they say. So today's Saturday, November 27th at 8, 10 p.m. And um, I want to talk to you guys every day. I owe it to you. I owe it to myself. And I have a duty to 
get the message out. And the message is simple. <laughs> and you guys are going to listen to this and listen to me talk about this every single day for the next 365 days. Okay? And that message is you need to learn how to train your foot, how to train your pelvis, and how to train your rib cage. And if you learn how to do these three things, then you will get closer to controlling your body. I'm not going to say that you will control your body because that's a skill and you need to work towards that skill. And so if you continually work towards acquiring more control of your, we're going to call them moving, moving parts, your feet, your pelvis, your, your rib cage, all of these things move. Your rib cage moves when you breathe. Your pelvis moves when you walk. Your feet literally are the interface between the ground and what's happening inside of you, your body, your muscles, your bones. So if you can work towards you know, establishing more dominance over these things, then your body is just going to become more of your, your yours and less of, you know, it controlling. You're going to be the one controlling it. And you're going to be able to be more confident in the movements that you go and try to do on the baseball field, right? You have this thing called intent. And you can push your intent more if you are more confident in your maneuverability, in your ability to, you know, move side to side, forward, back, jump, rotate, swing, throw, right? All these things that like you want to, that you want to showcase or you want to um, display. You're looking to display power in a rotational movement, in an overhead movement, uh, in a running movement, sometimes in a jumping movement, right? Um, But more so throwing, swinging, running, jumping, fielding, you know? Um, So a multitude of movement patterns specific to your sport needs, right? You're not playing football, you're playing baseball. So you have to train more towards that. Um, And uh, you need to learn all of the parts that are involved in these movements. And if you can do that, and if you can, (laughs) this is going to be hard for a lot of kids and a lot of people because you've been brainwashed. And so have I, so was I, but now I see the bigger picture and I see the truth of the matter. And the truth of the matter is you need to take your shoes off. (laughs) You need to learn how to feel the ground. And for a lot of you, that's going to be uncomfortable. You're going to meet, I guarantee your immediate thought, your immediate thought went to like, oh, I'm not a hippie. Like, I guarantee the majority of your minds went to that and feeling uncomfortable. Right? No, I have to wear my Nikes. No, bro, your Nikes are making you more athletic. Oh, no, sorry, unathletic. They're, you're detached from what's happening at the legitimate last point in your kinetic chain. It's the last thing that you're trying to, you know, push force from your hips down to your knees to your ankles. If your foot is not fully involved in that sequence or worse, it's weak, then 
you're not going to be able to display your full capacity of strength. There's always going to be a weak link in the kinetic chain. Okay? So we're going to we're going to get into some really, I mean, conversations around breaking down these um paradigms of, you know, how you're supposed to be training, right? You need to break away from the bodybuilding mindset. You need to stop um, yeah, I know you like wearing cutoffs to the gym and I know you like seeing muscle definition. Um, I get it. I, that thing, th- that will come, right? You can't chase aesthetics. You have to chase, chase performance. But in the same token, that performance that you're trying to chase can't be just simply numbers on a bar. It has to be sophisticated. You need to become more sophisticated in your training, a lot of you are like cavemen, just grunting <laughs> and lifting a bar, you know? Um, you need to become super sophisticated in w- the sensations that are occurring during the execution of your lifts. There's no ifs, ands, a- a- about it. You need to learn the muscles and the, and the feelings of the muscles that you're trying to um, gain a hold of. And you need to do it over and 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 over again. Like it's not just once. You need to like train your brain that no, 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 no. Don't use your quads. Use your hamstrings. Like get away from this quad dominance because your body is a compensation machine. It is so good at compensating. So it's going to compensate no matter whether it's going to get the job done no matter if it has to compensate or if it actually doesn't compensate if you train it to do it in a stacked joint position if you train it to do it in the most mechanical advantageous position for you to actually complete the task not the you know shortest route to get there but sometimes a little bit longer a little bit more complex but in the end that's the most efficient on paper, right? You're using the bigger muscles for the job, not the smaller, weaker ones that are just like, you know, if you're lazy, you can get the job done, but these things are going to take over like your quads, your hip flexors. So you want to acquire control. And um, for that, you need to go through a learning period. And um, this podcast is going to be that opportunity for you Um, along with, like I said, a a live look into the daily battles that I have to go through in order to get this message out. So this podcast is going to be one vessel that I can utilize along with TikTok and Instagram and YouTube. Um, you know, it, uh, it's a beast because you're up against a lot of other, you know, um, giants in the game, driveline, top velocity, Dr. Heenan. Right? Don't get me wrong, these guys get some results, but I'm looking to say, hey, you know, I don't nearly have the amount of volume you guys have. I don't have a facility. I don't have, you know, hundred grand to throw out a facility. I'm twenty-eight years old. All I have is the knowledge inside of my brain saying, Hey, this is how things should be done and not your guys' way. I mean, it sounds so egotistical, but I, I have some standing and I have some ground to stand on and I have some reasoning behind my claims and 
if we were to sit down and hopefully this podcast will give us the opportunity to really dive into why these systems, these other systems that you could surely, you know, utilize, you know, weighted ball, heavy focus program, a powerlifting focus, focus program, you know, clean and jerks and, you know, power cleans and things like that. Don't get me wrong. These things have their place, but I'm looking to get the message across that there needs to be other foundations in place before you go out and do these things. And I think that is where the longevity um, is is found within the sport. Like on paper, if I were to create a system and draw a hypothesis, this is where it is. And I'm simply trying to carry out science experiments every single time I work with athletes and saying, hey, this actually has never been done before. This is an entirely new system that really only is coming around in the industry now. Like strength conditioning as a whole is relatively new. So, you know, I mean, it has been around since the 70s or 80s, but does that mean we can't evolve as a, as a field? Like we have to stay in powerlifting forever? There's no way to like say, hey, maybe we could actually work at a little bit less load and like stop caring about how heavy it is and actually worry about like this first and then chase the max number. Right. Can we worry about positioning first and like authentic control? There's a word that one of my mentors uses is authenticity. Are you shifted into one hip authentically? And that authenticity is what you should be after. Okay, it can't just be the get the job done and that's it. No, it's it's it needs to be more sophisticated and it needs to be authentic. You can't fake it, bro. Don't fake it. Because you're doing yourself a disservice if you're faking it, okay? You need to learn the real way of doing something. And odds are, you want to know a secret? Odds are you probably suck at it and you're going to be weak in it. And you're going to be like, holy shit. You know how many times I've heard, holy shit, when you do this right, it's way harder. And you don't need as much load. You legitimately don't. Like take one arm away and do a push-up. You just utilized your body weight and you found something you can't do. Why not chase that? Why not chase a one-arm push-up versus a 300-pound bench? You, you're, you're able to involve more parts of your body during a push-up and you're able to work on weak links in your kinetic chain as you chase the movement. Okay? Um, so that's just one example of when, you know, potentially a body weight situation could be more sustainable for shoulder health, shoulder strength. I'm not saying don't bench ever, but I'm saying chase both, work on both. You know what I'm saying? We said you need to bench all the time, okay? Um, So I think that should do it for the first uh, podcast or the second podcast rather. Uh, There's one up here, but this this marks a new day because, you know, I was going to get kind of uh, weekly with it with the podcast, but there's no reason that I can't film one of these each day. And uh, they're going to just start adding up. And hopefully by the end of the year, I have 365 of them. And hopefully some of you listen. I hope that some of you listen. Okay. Um, All right. Have a good night, guys. Um, Peace out. See you next time.